0: Good afternoon, everyone. James Hicks here from Hicks New Media. Welcome to another episode of The Digital Collective, where we talk enterprise technology with entrepreneurs, with people making a difference within technology. Today, we've got a great, great session today. i got Oliver Wellington with me today. Oliver is a serial entrepreneur, right? He's been in both the business and the technical side of entrepreneurship and technology for a very long time. I've actually been familiar with Oliver's work for for over a decade when he and his co-founder uh, created a platform called in InRelate, relate. Right? And that was really a, a content recommendation engine engine that was used by publishers and bloggers worldwide. I was one of the early adopters and early users of that. And I'm also an early adopter, an early user of the platforms that we're going to talk about today. Now he and his crew and his team are talking and working on changing the game right? In terms of how content creators create and distribute both their audio and their video content. So sit back. If you got questions, please put a cue in front of it so we can bubble those to the top. But uh, let me go ahead and welcome to the stage, Mr. Oliver Wellington. How are you, sir?
1: Hey, James. Great. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you for accepting the invite to come and have this conversation. I've been I've been wanting to have this conversation for a long time. Right. Because I'm I'm a fang boy. I I, I use your platform every day. Like, like it's nobody's business. And it just, it it resonates with, again, kind of, as I was saying before we went live here, the content creator ecosystem, and it resonates in terms of being able to minimize keystrokes, minimize workflow and actually do a lot of things that we need on a daily basis and do them automatically. So before we go into that, uh, tell the folks, I'm going to have you do the elevator pitch and and tell the folks who uh, Oliver Wellington is and what you do uh, at Headliner.
1: Sure. So I'm um, a co-founder at Headliner. I work, I'm like basically at a startup. When a startup comes out, I'll be um, probably one of the only people that can't code. Everyone else will be technical. Um, I don't really code, but I do all the other kind of tasks that need to get done when you're launching a product and so i really enjoy um wearing multiple hats and doing all the little things you have to do to get people excited and behind your 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 startup and in your company and so um like you were mentioning james uh, neil my co-founder and i we started a company in 2009 called Enrelate. uh we worked with um bloggers and then larger online publishers, helping them recommend content on their pages. And then after leaving there in 2015, I saw a very similar space uh, community. Um, Basically, I looked at um, bloggers and podcasters, and I thought, you know, podcasters in, in 2015 are a lot like bloggers were in 2008, 2009, in that they have a lot of great content out there, but they don't necessarily have mature tools to help them promote what they're doing. And so we got into the the space of podcasting, started out with um, an app, a social audio app, that um, we did for a couple of years. But in doing the app, we found that um, creating promotional videos from the podcast was something that everyone really wanted to do, and we we uh, built Headliner, and it's kind of been just like a pretty fun ride ever since.
0: So what's interesting about that is you were part of the social audio uh, movement before it was popular, before we, we started yeah. getting into some of something. Like that. So talk a little bit about, you know, how you saw that coming from from interrelay, because, again, I, I was part of the platform as well and, and utilized that and, and found great, great utility and value in that. But how, how did you move from something like that into, again, creating the uh, uh, the other platforms that you worked on?
1: yeah so i i'd say like with social audio it's funny because we just basically we just did it too early you know with clubhouse and twitter spaces like if we had done it a year two three years later or if we had just said hey we're gonna stick with this for six years which you know eventually it would have all made sense but it was a little early um but 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 in general it's kind of like so before i was in startups um between college and, and then doing startups i was um I was in a um, a rock band and I would kind of do um, book tours and and kind of help us get do online promotion and stuff like that and so I got really um, interested in the idea of instead of looking at people like customers or users looking at them more like from the perspective of different user communities so different communities of people and so um, the reason we kind of you know it really was just looking at you know, bloggers is a blogging community and watching how that evolved and changed over the time we were there. But then, you know, looking at podcasters and being like, Hey, there's this whole world of, of podcasting and this whole community of podcasters. And I remember thinking, and Neil and I talked about this when we were kind of like deciding if we wanted to do another company and all that stuff. And I was like, you know, like, I was kind of like, if we work with podcasters, I feel like it's as if we got in with bloggers years before we actually did. Like it's, it's that much earlier still. And so I was like, and what would we do? And and so the main thing we kind of identified in the beginning was that the, the, the biggest issue um, for promoting a podcast is the fact that creating a podcast is really hard just mm. technically. True. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you've got this live streaming in all these places. I mean, yeah. Like I wouldn't even know where to begin <laughs> and you've got it all figured out. And I'm sure it wasn't like you just, woke up one day and you're like, oh, it all makes sense. It probably took a long time to figure out all the all the stuff you figured out. And so, you know, most people that want to try stuff like that, uh, you know, people in general will try something, but then they might not stick with it. Um, but We wanted to give them tools to help them try something in a way that they could stick with it. So we created an app, um, Sparebin, that allowed people to just connect for uh, short conversations up to five minutes long that they can record and share out. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a podcast. It's more like social audio, I'd say, but it kind of gets people, it was the idea was to give people that were interested in podcasting or even were podcasting, but didn't have enough time to kind of do all that they wanted a a way to an outlet and a way to to do that um, without putting in tons and tons of effort. And so uh, that was kind of the way we got into, you know, the space of of podcasting in general. was was just around uh, knowing that it's a really great community I mean, I think what Neil would say um would be Neil's kind of thing is like he's always been really interested in um surf he, the idea that there's there's mainstream media content out there mm. in any format, but then there's also a lot of really great content that's not mainstream right and you can try searching on Google and this and that, but it's not easy to find true, <laughs> you know in a lot true. of cases and so so he, you know, our last company and this company too, is this idea. I think from his perspective, and um, but basically, it's like, hey, there's a lot of great content out there. Um, let's try to help people discover it, you know. I, I and if, if if they need to create it, let's help them create it, you know. You and mean, so that's kind of the core. Uh, I think that's one of the core interests that 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 drives um, Neil and I um, for for the companies and yeah. kind of is how we ended up where we're at.
0: I mean, I I, I love that piece because I think you guys got it early right and and realize that the solopreneur the entrepreneur the content creator is it right we 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 are the ones winning and and you know i'm i'm just going to say that to be truthful, cuz as opposed to the mainstream medium things of like that we're the ones that are really reaching out building communities sharing stories um putting on professional uh, presentations and professional environments, things like that. We really are the hot thing that's out there right now, and you saw that early and, and wanted to be part of that and built a lot of frameworks, mm-hmm. a lot of platforms around that. And listen, speaking of of content creators that are out here winning, shouts out! We got Mister Monty Weaver here in the building. So glad you are here, sir. And I see that he said he signed up for the platform a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. And if, if he did it, then folks follow his lead because Monty Weaver knows what he's doing. Uh, Talk, talk a little bit about the platform in and of itself, because, you know, I, I talk about Headliner in a lot of Facebook groups and a lot of discussions that I have with other content creators as well in terms of automating workflows. Right? You, you create a show, you create a stream, you create an experience for someone. And then after that, it's really that distribution of that. It's that uh, creating micro content capability as well. So it's, and, and as I was saying kind of in the intro, it's not just audio. It's the video content as well. So you, you got both sides covered. Talk to us at a high level about the use case for what headliner video is.
1: Sure. So I mean, headliner high level helps you take, um, you know, talking from the podcast side first, it helps take your podcast and turn it into the formats necessary to make it visible and discoverable online and so it can be it can be taken into small you know basically if you list any social platform it could be made into short videos for instagram twitter facebook tiktok anywhere right or mm-hmm. you can actually do the entire episode to get up on youtube which surprise surprise happens to be one of the main places the podcasts <laughs> are are listened to you know which i think a lot of podcasters are maybe not happy about in a lot of ways but with 2 billion monthly active users on on uh sorry youtube um there's just a lot of content consumption going you on. You can't there, ignore so.
0: that, right? I mean, num- yeah, there used to be an old it. ESPN show, Numbers Don't Lie. You can't ignore yeah. that <laughs> number right there, right? Google is the biggest search engine. Who owns Google? And who's part of the same company? YouTube, right? So those two, yeah. I mean, they are interchangeable, and we, we consume more content off of YouTube versus. Off of the TV that's behind me, right here, right. So, so folks need to take advantage of that and, and and listen to that with with both ears open. So, go ahead, man. I'm I'm sorry about that.
1: Yeah, no, no, it's, yeah, that's great. And uh, so, yeah, so Headliner basically helps you get your content, uh, you know, your podcast content distributed um, out to all the social channels so that it can be discovered. Right, like right now, the internet isn't really set up for audio content. It's just not. Mm. It's a visual, text based medium. Um, so we basically make sure that your your audio is placed in a visual format so that people can discover it. Um, the other side of Headliner is just a short video. You know, you can create short and caption short videos as well. So we, we basically just make it super easy for, for the non-video trained person to quickly and easily create uh, videos for their social accounts.
0: So, I mean, folks, listen to what, what Oliver's saying. So again, this is not just audiograms. Right, a lot of times we think about repurposing and creating micro content and, and just having the waveform and, and having a couple of words across a, a two minute clip or something of that nature. With Headliner, you can literally take that whole 30, 45 minute, 60 minute session, uh, the audio and the video repurpose that and put that on all the other platforms that you're involved with and where your community is as well. So I, I really wanted to, to highlight that. And that's why I stopped specifically on the screen right mm-hmm. here, just to show waveforms, full episodes, unlimited videos. And there's this little thing that you snuck in here, the, the transcription piece, right? Mm-hmm. Folks are paying, Look, people within the content creator ecosystem are paying hundreds of dollars on a monthly basis just for that piece right there for the transcription piece. Mm-hmm. And you've got that rolled into the platform and it's pretty, it's pretty decent. Let me tell you that. I, I mean, I I've brought it through a lot of files, a lot of uh, audio and video files. And the transcription is, is clean with, with, with headliner in, in terms of it being able to pick up different, different accents, different dialects and things of that nature. So, I mean, just by having that piece in as well. Now we start talking about eliminating access within our workflows for for content creators right mm-hmm. so we're re- really having just those that core set of tools that we utilize on a day-to-day basis because creating a show the the pre the intro and the post there's so much that goes on in that i just want folks to really start thinking about look u- utilizing Valuable tools and robust tools that do all of these things. And I, I like the tagline, too. It's only a few of Headliner's best features, but it, it's four of the pretty darn darn best ones out there. The transcription piece, audio forms, uh, waveforms, full episodes, and then an unlimited video. So uh, I really wanted to just touch on that piece right there because I, I'm impressed just by the fact, especially of just having transcription integrated within the platform in and of itself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another cool thing that we had is uh, pretty recently is it's for uh, the pro accounts are up, but um, if you go to your, um, in in the project tab, you can see um, all of your podcast episodes and you can actually click download and it'll give you a full transcript for your episodes and you can take that with you wherever you need to go. So if you, yeah, you actually have to go to um, if you click on your actual podcast um, on the left, Okay. Let me see. Yeah, down there. And then, and you and you go over on the right there and you hover over, you should see. Let me see. Is it not showing up? Let me see. And just uh, hover on an episode and click. And let's see. Is that going to come?
0: Yeah. Oh, there, download you, there it transfer.
1: is. So download. Yeah. We, we like to, like, right now, we we hide all our best features. I, I was
0: going to say, but I, so I've never seen yeah, it, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that's why you're on, on the show right now, man, to, to, you know, break down some of these things and make it plain for folks like me in the back of the room. So hold on. I don't, I can actually, so I can download that transcript. So think about this folks, as we upload to, to YouTube as well. And we're, and we're talking about bringing in closed captions, things like that. So I could download this transcript file from headliner. We mm-hmm. upload that in, into YouTube as well and have a much more cleaner transcription of, of my, uh, of my stream. That's cool.
1: Yep. You can do that. You can also download it as a text file and, and yeah. you know put it on your website, like a blog post for SEO purposes. Uh, the transcripts is great. Just there's a lot of uh, great uses for transcripts. Um, and so, yeah, we thought like, hey, we, we have the full transcript. Let's make it available. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's kind of a new thing we added to somewhat recently.
0: All right. Yeah. You know, that, that being hidden like that. I mean, look, I, I didn't I didn't know it was there, but not, now we know. So, folks, not, now you know. So, definitely yeah. get that headline. And is that you said that's only with the pro and above, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Because okay. yeah, transcription wise, like we have a mix of different transcripts. Like we're not like a transcription company in the same sense of like Google or, or or these other companies, but we've kind of like built on top of a few different transcription providers to kind of find, um, you know, what we think is the best, the best kind of, of of all of them to get to the the transcript that we think works. I mean, you know, the other thing is like we have to have transcription working across. Um, there's so many different languages and dialects that so we yes. have to make sure we've got the things covered because um, there are people uh, all over the world now using Headliner.
0: Love that, love that. Let me let me ask this, and, and then we'll go into some of the the other avenues of the Headliner as a as a company as well. But the fact that there is a mobile app as well and talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about the use case and why the mobile app matters i mean again i I use it on a regular basis but what can you do? tell folks what they can do with the mobile app not just on the on on the web 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 page
1: sure so yeah the mobile app uh, is basically built to to either create audiograms through the audiogram wizard or you can do automations on there Um, but what's kind of cool and one of the main reasons we actually first launched it is because a lot of people were saying like hey it's just easier for me to share to my social accounts from my phone and so any video you make on headliner will then show up in the mobile app too just to make it a little easier to share on um, across your socials um so that that's kind of like some of the 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 main the main things that people are using the mobile app for as far as i know um
0: no yeah it's been the
1: the mobile apps in a funny a funny thing and that we built it. Uh, it's one of the fastest things we ever built in the history of anything we've ever built. <laughs> and it like, we released it and we were like, Oh, I don't know if people are going to like it. And it ended up becoming very popular. And, um, it just goes to show you out there, if you're building a company, like, just build your stuff and put it out there. Don't worry too much. Cause if, if we were worried about the mobile app, we never would have released it. Cause we, we did that one in like, I don't know, it was like a week or two. That's crazy. <laughs> and, uh, and, but it yeah, but it all worked. And obviously it wasn't perfect and we fixed it, but like just getting it live immediately, people were like, thank you. We love this. And it, it was like, oh wow, people really did want the mobile app. <laughs> Whereas yeah. we were kind of like sitting in meetings being unsure, you
0: know? So that's a good way of saying you got out of your own way and kind of listened to the community in terms of what we were looking, what the community was looking for, because it, it literally saves, yeah. uh, hours out of it at least I, and I can only speak for myself hours out of my workflow by by again I can I can do from a post-production perspective do what I need to do within Headliner or have the automations work through the projects have that pushed down to my, my mobile device and then resize for all the different platforms for for Instagram for for LinkedIn for TikTok whatever the case may be and I can, I can do that remotely anywhere so that that's huge in terms of a time saver uh, let's let, let's talk about what else you got going on because you you and the team uh, don't sleep much you 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 guys got a lot a lot of irons in the fire and and a lot of different aspects. headliner may be again the name of the company and, and kind of the uh the marquee product but where 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 do you want to go next because uh, we've got them up both here and let's talk about the other aspects of the company itself as well.
1: Sure. Let's talk about, I think I'd say disco up there next. Yeah. So I think we talked about our, our previous company was a uh, content recommendation company for publishers where we were recommending blog content um, or article content um, on the page. And so we kind of realized that we could do the same thing, but for audio. So in this case, uh, disco works like this. So if you're on a, you're on a, um, a content page, reading about something, You'll actually see recommended articles within that page. And so, and, and you know, it basically allows you to, your readers to, to preview clips from your podcast and then go and subscribe or check out the full episode right from the page, which uh, for right now, and especially for publishing, it's a great thing because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of publishers that, that are great at um, doing audio content and they're great at, publishing written content that people find but but uh you know i think a lot of publishers want more listeners to their podcast especially publishers that uh started out in more traditional uh written content but then now we're getting into audio um this has been like a helpful tool to help uh, to help them get get it in front of their readers
0: So, so talk to us a little bit about spinning this environment up and and i know i i'm I apologize. I'm going to put, I'm going to say it to you on, on air right here. I apologize for not, not putting it up on, on my side as of yet. I, I was, I was, I was such a pain in the tail. I know to get it going and then you, you turned it around and got it going. And then next thing you know, life started happening. But Talk to us about the, the implementation yeah. piece, how folks can actually sign up and, and get this going on their on their blog or on their website, whatever the case may be. But because there's there's incredible value of, again, having this this content uh, directly embedded and, and then the 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 automation side. Right. What, what, what are mm-hmm. what are what are the day day two types of things that, that I as a content creator have to do or, or is it just set it, forget it and, and it goes out and grabs the information?
1: Yeah, so it's it's set first off. It's set it and forget it. It's basically about um, the whole thing is adding a, some JavaScript or HTML. There's a few ways to implement it. Basically, you put a little bit of code on your page, and then the headliner disco widget will show up across your article pages. And it, it, the one thing I will mention is it needs um, like a written article content and a and a, a title. Like it, it won't work on just like any random page on the internet because it needs to read through the text and then figure out which clips to match it up with from your podcast. So basically the content creator, the person on the site has their site and then they ask, ask um they basically just say, hey, these are my podcasts that I want to get in front of my readers. And then from there, Disco basically does the rest. Um, It goes through and it looks, so when you're looking at now, it kind of looks like a video, but that's actually not a video. It looks like one, but it's not it's a it's a kind of generated to look like a visual representation of audio that resembles an audiogram and i guess it is but what's actually happening is um we have tech that goes through say you have a one hour podcast it'll go through and it'll find 10 20 30 40 clips that Mm. it thinks will do well with your with your readers and then it'll cycle through those clips and uh the widget on the front end will then see which which clips perform the best and then pick a winner and then eventually it kind of gets down to like here's the clip that's going to perform the best uh in front of your readers so then it does that for every episode and then it starts matching in different um clips from from different podcast episodes changing based on uh the person who's kind of going between the pages and all that stuff so that it um you kind of have this case where you're it's kind of optimizing for what can I put in front of this reader to get them to click through and check out your podcast. And uh, all that happens completely automatically.
0: So in theory, the m- embedded disco piece on, on my site could be different Monday versus Wednesday because it's AI engine, and I'm gonna call it an AI mm-hmm. engine, is, is going out there and reading and seeing what's most relevant on the site versus if I did a a podcast stream that's more closely related to that content, it would automatically update that widget on, on, on that particular blog post.
1: Exactly. And right it, now that's it's code. actually, yeah, and it's a little uh, skewed towards recency. So it's almost like if you publish a new episode, a podcast episode, we're going to read that on the back end and it's going to chop it up into audio clips and then make the little unit that you see on the page there and it'll, it'll put that out to a group of, you know, a good, a good size of the audience to see if there's any clips in that new episode that'll perform well. Uh, and then it'll, it'll show up. So exactly. The more you publish it, will it'll keep updating as you add content to to your podcast. So
0: what, so it, it learns. It's okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Talk to us about, um, availability, right? So I, I know that's, um, still being currently fully fleshed out, fully, fully, um, built within your team as well but uh, again i look at a couple of folks that I, I know that are in the comments right now who have a a decent size following and decent size mm-hmm. community very, very very large from from that perspective could definitely take advantage of this how, how do they go about getting something like disco spun up and within their environment sure
1: so for yeah so right now when you go on this website this all goes to dash on our team and he basically works with um he's gotten it live on, it's a live on uh, sports illustrated, for example, right now. So he's working with larger publishers, uh, but anyone that's kind of got a blog or, or isn't like a big media company, but, but has a following, and has blog content. They could just shoot me a note Oliver at headliner.app and I'm kind of working with people to get, um, to get it, uh, live across, uh, um, more kind of niche sites, I guess was the right term.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I, I will, will, will not, um, uh be as negligent anymore and i would i would tell you what i'm gonna say it live in 24 hours in less than 24 hours i will make sure that it's up on hicksnewmedia.com so so i don't uh,
1: love
0: it there, there it is folks right i'm putting myself out there watch watch i forget or something golly um, that's cool, man. That's cool. I, yourself, I love, give
1: yourself 72, 72. No,
0: years. cause it's already been that long, right? You, you, I, I'm looking at the email <laughs> that you sent me with, with the code and, and I don't want to say when, when that was sent and, and why it's not up yet. But,
1: um, it was just right before lunch today. <laughs>
0: you're too kind brother you're too kind um, that's cool i mean just the fact that again that's auto generating the fact that, that that learns and and it, i'm going to say it gets smarter right as you again continue to produce content cuz that's what we do and as long as it's quality content as long as it's relevant content this algorithm will work in the background and position the right information to your to your audience so so that that's huge from from that perspective mm-hmm. backstage is another mm-hmm. another another uh iron in the fire that you got. You, you, again, you guys just don't seem to sleep over there uh, in in Nashville and New York. So talk to us a little bit about what Backstage is.
1: So Backstage is a project, um, a product that, that is uh, kind of our solution for uh, social audio. So for clubhouse and Twitter spaces. So basically you sign up here, it allows you to um, record your clubhouse rooms or your Twitter space. And then, from that recording, it takes the same technology that we use to um, find interesting clips from your podcast and it applies it to the recording from the room. And it, so basically it'll look, and what's kind of cool is backstage back, Backstage has um, speaker separation. So it'll figure out who talked when and it'll kind of show you a clips at the end of, of all the different speakers and, and the moments that our code found interesting or thought would be interesting. Um, so it kind of allows you to 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 take your to get a little bit more out of these uh rooms because you know traditionally traditionally it's only been like a year but when when clubhouse first came out recording was kind of frowned upon but still people were doing it but it's still like if you're doing a live conversation on one of these social platforms like it's a lot of content to sift through after the fact if you want to and it's also like what are you going to do? You want to share some of the great moments out there. Um, and so this kind of allows you to do that. It allows you to take your recordings and then create, like you're saying, this micro content that you can use to to promote your room and, and, and let people know about the next one and, and drive them there. And it's all kind of running on the same core technology around content discovery um, and clip detection.
0: Okay. Now let, let me ask about this piece from a, Uh, usability perspective is is it only from rooms where i host or is it also from rooms that i attend right can i can i record someone else's room
1: right now um it can be used to record whatever you want okay basically so you could technically record someone else's room sorry <clears throat> but it's it's really about like people should follow the guidelines on the platform they're on and also make sure it's like what the person with the room wants. Um and we're kind of not you know, we're not saying You're not you're not police. We're not encouraging anyone to go break right. the rules or upset anyone. But yeah. technically speaking, yeah, you could do whatever you want
0: with it. Right and, and, and the reason I asked that is um I I didn't share it, but I recorded the uh early on clubhouse room of Elon Musk and the, uh, Robin hood, uh, founder, right. During all, all of that debacle, I said, man, this is going Mm. to be some golden content right here, but, uh, my conscience got the best of me and I decided to delete that and, (laughs) and and not share that. But, but again, there, there are folks that are probably going to do that, right. When when you've got Mm -hmm. influencers, when you've got celebrities, when you've got folks in a room that you're participating with and and you want to, you want to hold that and probably chop that up and put that on, uh, Put your spin and your context around it on your particular side. You know, just asking that question. If again, I can be in in Oliver's room on Clubhouse, record the conversation mm-hmm. with whomever it may be, and then put put uh, turn that into a blog post, things of that nature. So that that's good that you, at least you mm-hmm. have that ability. But then you, you use common sense, folks, and and don't uh, don't get into mm-hmm. trouble by by copying something that you probably shouldn't be copying. So <laughs> awesome, awesome. Man. So folks, you see, I've got my link going over here at, at the top, right? I'm, uh, I've am i actually got a referral link that'll give folks two free weeks of Headliner Pro. If you use my link there, jameshicks.link slash headliner, uh, just from a functionality perspective, I can't say anything but positive stuff about it because it does what it does. And it just continues to evolve. The fact that you have the ability to create Multiple templates, so I, I mean, I've, I've got four or five different focus streams, and I can create those templates within Headliner and have the audio, have the video, and have animation and things like that put into the environment. Uh, again, takes so many steps out of of the workflow. What's What's next, right? What What, what do you guys what, What's What's cooking that you can probably share from a public perspective, and uh, either of the projects, Disco headliner proper or, or, or backstage?
1: Sure. So one thing that is, uh, in the product now, as of like yesterday and kind of being tested is we're going to start taking, um, clips of podcasts from our, um, from the paid users, so the people that are paying to use Headliner, we'll take those clips and it'll start showing up within Headliner when people. there's certain points in the app where you're exporting videos, for example, and you just have to kind of wait there. So we're starting to show, here are some interesting clips from podcasts you might like, and actually recommending those clips within Headliner to people. Also, we're starting to build a network of sites outside of Headliner, where these clips can also show up. So basically allowing people to get discovered, uh, their podcasts to get discovered across websites on the internet. Um, And so that's kind of something that will be, you know, you you kind of will see in Headliner when you're exporting, there's a little um, survey link that'll pop up. But if you fill that out, we're kind of going through people that fill that out and then um, taking their podcast and just putting them into that ecosystem. Um, with the main idea being like, hey, like Headliner helps you make these videos and get you, help you get discovered on social. But what if Headliner could help you actually uh, get listeners from a network we, we, we've created? And so that's what we're that's one of the main things we're working on right now.
0: OK, I, I love that. And that, that kind of brings up another question that I that I that I have just again from a creator's mindset. A monetization uh, play is, is is something like that. I mean, within the, the discussion as well, somewhere where, I don't know, if if you kind of serve as the clearinghouse or you, you serve as kind of uh, the one who helped put us in front of other folks, is there is there a monetization type of conversation about putting our content on other people's uh, feeds or putting their information within our feed? Has that been discussed or, or considered?
1: Yeah. I mean, basically the idea would be eventually, um, if you if we have this, you know, what, well, once we have this larger network of, of publisher sites where certain units are in the Disco widget are available, um, basically, it's almost like an ad network and you could pay to mm-hmm. promote your podcast across this network um, and, and get listens. Or if you're hosting the widget and you have enough traffic, you basically get a rev share. Um, you get paid when people click off your site to go to one of these sponsored units.
0: Hey, look. I know someone who'd like to be part of the beta test or the early adopter. Um, I'm, I'm going to put my name in, in the, in the hat right now, but uh, no, that's, that's good stuff, man. Cause again, I, I think just the possibility is kind of endless, right? When again, when you start thinking about what creators can can be doing and, and how we like to evolve and folks of us that have bought into the ecosystem want to continue to utilize it. So Oliver, man, that, that, that's what I had, man. I, again, I just wanted you to come on, share the story and really give folks kind of that, differentiation piece of you're not just doing one thing you're doing so many other different things all rolled into Mm -hmm. into one very nicely tied up package at a at a a rate that yeah you might yeah you can raise the price man look there's there's value in what (laughs) in what we get there really is and and i'm gonna say that out publicly there's value in what we get and people will pay attention to what they pay for and and I mm-hmm. think uh, so, something like headliner and backstage and disco and whatever else comes next, uh, just in, in, the, in the price versus the cost conversation, right. In, in terms of, uh, time spent, it, this really does, it, it allows me to sleep once in a while at night and, and, and just know that again, I'm able to put out a piece of content and I'm, I'm able to share it out where I want to share it out without having to remember how to code in HTML, remember how to, how to, fire up old Dreamweaver or something. I I know I'm dating myself now when I start mentioning some of these old platforms. But uh, (laughs) that being said, man, you're doing doing good work and and we appreciate you. I appreciate you as well. Um, Where can people find you particular in case they have any uh, questions about you and and what you guys are doing?
1: Sure. I mean, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at O-Wellington, O-H-W-E-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N or shoot me an email, Oliver at headliner.app. That's Oliver at headliner.app.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I will put all of the the relevant links, folks, in the description as well, because, again, we are streaming on on multiple platforms, but I'll make sure that folks have that information. But outside of that, Oliver, look, I I appreciate you uh, for the time. Appreciate you for the work and and what you guys are doing. Uh, Like I say, uh, give Neil a a hello for me and and, and wish him well as well. Um, But man, thanks again for everything that you do and uh, have a great weekend.
1: Thanks a lot, James. Appreciate right. it.
0: You good.